Welcome to Adira Podcast, episode 20. We've got here Ethan. Hello, hello. And Ray. Hello. So for your second podcast. I know, so excited. Are you really excited? Yeah, I'm less nervous this time. Oh, good. Um, so the title of this podcast is going to be um, The Power of Positive Self-Talk, Acquiring Skills in CrossFit Step-by-Step. Yeah. So... Do you want me to start? You start. You, this is your one, Ethan. Yeah, so I was thinking about this the other day. Um, when it comes to training and everything we do in the gym, there's so much, so much of it I think is a mental game as well. Um, like you're constantly thinking outside of the gym, like, I don't know, you can relate it to food and, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Or, oh, you know, fallen off the wagon or whatever it might be. When it comes to training, I think every session you attack, if you come in with a positive attitude towards it, I know it sounds very cheesy, that can really change the results you get from the session. Yeah. So I would sort of urge people coming into the new year, when as soon as you walk through that door, try not to say any negative words whatsoever. Even if it is like in the warm-up going, oh, God, I'm tight today. I do it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's a, you know, a tiny thing. As soon as you let it in, I feel like that can set you up for failure for, failure for the session. Whereas if you come in, like I said, positive mindset towards it, um, your results from the session should be what could be better, do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a small thing, but I think it gets massively overlooked. Like, yeah. I don't know, with your training, do you find, like, when you come in, you, you slip into that? Do you remember I think, saying? yeah, and as um, you kind of think, oh, I can't do that today, I can't do that, so I'm not going to give the effort to try and do it again. Yeah. I think you, you, you and Nick, your coaches are very good at trying to push people, yeah. which is good, but I think it is a mindset that, oh, I can't do toast to bar today, I won't do it. Mm. Um, yeah. I would say, maybe not so much like the movement though. Right. Would you say, in terms of like your effort that you put in, regardless of the movements, would you say that how your day has happened outside the gym has a, would affect the session? I'm not that way personally. No. I think I just come here personally and just, I like to get here and I'm glad that I can train and I'm able to train because not yeah. everyone 44 can do that. Would you say that that's so, a reason why... So you're quite good at switching off as soon as you walk Yeah, well, I haven't got that high-stressful job, really, apart from driving a lot. My, yeah. You know, I've got no real sales targets. I'm not really. But if you said that 10 years ago when I had my other job, mm. probably, yeah. And yeah. I probably would be of that mindset. You know, I'm glad I got here. And Definitely. you're always um, on edge. Mm. But I think as you get a bit older, you tend to think there's more to life, really, yeah. than I, I would my then, attitude. I would then look at that and like, look at how long you've been training for, what, 10 yeah. years, yeah. let's say. Yeah. 10 years of consistent training you're way fitter, way stronger. You can do a lot more now than if you weren't training at all. Exactly. Um, I and, said, I, and I would be quite, I'm not a small guy anyway, but I'd be bloody huge if I didn't train. Yeah. Um, and I know you've done this thing about nutrition, um, which I know to look at, but I think everyone could probably look at their nutrition mm. more. Um, and yeah, coming in with the right frame of mind yeah. and just literally coming here, this is your best hour of your day. Honestly. Yeah, I love that saying. And it's so true. Like, I don't know, Ray, when, you, when you're training, let's say you've got a big lift, would you say, do you like go out of your way to talk positively in your head or would you say you just sort of do it the same throughout the whole of the session? Um, I think I do try to like talk to myself in a positive way. I used to have like this thing where I'd be like, you'd have like your own like thinking box and then once you lift, there was like no thoughts process Love because that. I do have a bit of a tendency to talk quite negatively, negatively about myself. Yeah. Um, but I guess when I lift, I mean, you've seen it, but I talk to myself yeah. while I'm lifting in the middle of a lift because it's like the only way I can get through it. If not, yeah. I just start thinking I can't do it. I love that. That's, that's, that's what you should be doing. Like, you should be backing yourself. You're the only person that really, truly cares about backing yourself. Yeah. And when you go in for a lift, this is getting very 
be bit heavy. Could, could be outside the gym as well. But you're the only person that's gonna. If you stand up to that bar and as you step into that snatch, you go, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. Whereas, like you say, stand there in your box. As soon as you step out of it, it's it's done. I think it's so powerful. Do you not think with social media because you guys are quite social media and say experts, but you do record a lot of your lifts and a lot of weight, like your training. Yeah. I guess you're, you've got to have a decent attitude to try and get that lift. I know you already post out the good stuff. Yeah. And it'd be quite funny to post the bad stuff, you know, have a day of posting, this didn't go right. I recorded this, but it didn't go right. This did, and I yeah. see you've done that a few times, Ethan. I've literally just done it like Yeah, you've done it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my lift today. But it's right. quite, because um, obviously with the internet and the Instagram and Facebook, you can only see the good stuff. Generally, yeah. whatever you want to post is the good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you, when you post it, you're sort of in that frame of mind, right, I'm recording it now, I've got to make this bloody lift. Yeah. So I, I you're think, already on that frame of mind. Yeah, definitely. I think, I know what, what way you guys are inclined, but personally, if I know that there's like a couple of people watching me, you just have a little extra 5% effort. Yeah. You just do. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people hate it, some people, I absolutely love it. So like, I almost feel sometimes, if I press record on that phone, it kind of acts very similar. Like someone's watching yeah, you. in yeah. a way. But then obviously you could let that go negatively. I personally don't think posting things on social media is a bad thing. Um, I think, you know, get them on there, be proud of what you're doing training-wise. Um, if you're looking at other people's videos and you're getting like, oh, I should be doing what they're doing, that's obviously a bad mindset to be in. Yeah. It's just a bit of fun, no one really cares. Yeah. But point being is, like, if I record it, I put it on there, it's a bit of accountability for myself. Like, yeah. if I say I want to hit this lift by this target and you're posting it, you kind of push yourself on. But, yeah, um, I think, yeah, that whole idea of, like, positive self-talk in the sessions or looking at the workout knowing it's 100 burpees for time, and you hate burpees, yeah. and you don't like doing 100 of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you could go, well, if I do 10 sets of 10 with 30 seconds left, it's not too bad. I'd probably do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to get loads of fitter out doing this. I'm going to get a lot more from this workout because I don't like it anyway. Yeah. Uh, just talking to yourself in you know, the same thing, but just rewording it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very, um, very useful. Well, I think the um, things like burpees, I used to really hate burpees, but I think the more you do them, the kind of more you, mm. and I can do a burpee pretty well now. When, when yeah. I first came here, they were bloody awful. Uh, and I always hated them because that was only, always in my head that I bloody hated them. I think as well, like, that's exactly a good point there. I, um, I like, to do so the things I hate I hate thrusters I'm just not built for them hate them so much they gas me out worst movement in CrossFit okay but then when I do workouts with cross with thrusters in I'm thinking to myself I'm getting doubly doubly better more better more better <laughs> yeah right? exactly because I think I'm getting fitter but then I'm also getting mentally better because I know I hate this movement yeah so when I do them workouts I'll flip that negative into <clears> a positive and now I kind of look forward to doing them because I know that I'm going to get even better do you see what I'm trying to say yeah 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 whereas I could go oh, here we go Another hundred thrusters or Fran or whatever. I also quite like sometimes when you when I do a class like was it Monday there was overhead lunges, which people generally hate overhead lunges and I don't hate them as well, mm. but I was, I could do them yeah. which was quite nice and not many people could and you think some people are really flexible and can't do them, yeah. so I was quite kind of proud of myself as well that I could do them and other people couldn't. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like a snatch. I actually quite like snatches because not everyone could do them and I'm thinking well I actually not too bad at them. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's good. I think as well, like, yeah, people can just get so much from every single session they do, rather than avoiding the running or avoiding this or avoiding the wall balls. Like, you're getting fitter and you're getting mentally stronger because you hate that movement. You're yeah. overcoming your mindset. Like, yeah, yeah. 
I, uh, I'm quite big on that stuff, and I think it's quite important. Yeah, and I think you say the hour of your day, yeah. just make it the best. I think that's your little saying, is just make it the best hour of your day, really. Yeah. If you're going to come here, you made the effort to come here, yeah. you've probably done 90% of the work just getting here, yeah. which a lot of people wouldn't. You yeah, could get, be sitting on the, the sofa. Yeah, get yeah. the most from it. Like, if, you, if you're rocking up, you've made the effort to come here, you've put your clothes on, it's pissing down with rain, it's cold, you've come here, and then you go, oh, brilliant, more balls, can't be arsed, yeah, let's yeah. give up. Yeah. Like, why? Like, you come here... What's the thing I wrote down there? Like, we get to train. It shouldn't be a case of we have to train. We yeah, get yeah. to train. We're all able-bodied. Um, you know, it's a, it's a privilege to be able to do that. Some people really can't. So, yeah, at the end of the day, when you dial it down, that's kind of the bottom line. Yeah, so yeah, having yeah. that positive, we should always be happy to train. You know, it's good fun. Yeah, definitely. Do you, like, you enjoy training? I do. I mean, yeah. I've done it for a long time now. It's like my... It is my like escape, but then also not escape because obviously no, now I work here. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm escaping work by doing do you, more work. Yeah, do you find it harder now to train now that you're coaching here as well, or do you find? Not here. I've had it other places. Here, I don't feel the same. I think people know the difference, but I think because Nick and Ethan have also trained here, I think people know when you're coaching and when you're not. I think it's very much like you've got a difference. Whereas I found with <clears throat> other places people tend to like obviously you can always ask for help but like they would always want you to be like oh please coach me while I'm yeah, yeah. no but I'm doing my own thing now leave me alone I think and as a member I could actually quite like it when Ethan and Nick do join in and like oh, partner us and stuff like that I think yeah. it's quite nice because yeah. you the methodology is that you like it and do it and that's why what you get out yeah. of it as well I think a lot of the time like when I've been other places if I go and do a class people will expect like I'm always watching them to know like what they're doing and yeah. yeah in some cases I am because it's nice to learn but in some cases I'm like no I just want to switch off and this is my training now so just let me have my and I think a lot of times they've been like oh so what did I do wrong and I'm like well I'm not actually yeah I'm not yeah. just doing Sorry. my own thing <laughs> yeah like I'm not actually yeah. watching it all time. I, I'm, I'm such a big believer in like jumping in the classes and, and practicing what you preach like you don't have to but like I think it's it's just fun like I like jumping in a busy class yeah. Knowing like this is our affiliate. We're all fucking loving CrossFit. Yeah. Getting a good workout in. And then that's just fun. Like, yeah. So it's good. But just touch on what you said there, Ray. I've had it before, especially like on the lockdown era, like, era where I'd be working and then I'd like work all day and then try and motivate yourself to train, do two, three hours. And I found then I was putting way too much pressure on myself to be loads better than where I probably should have been. So then I had the negative mindset of if I didn't hit certain things in the, in the workouts, or in the sessions, I didn't hit a lift, didn't hit a certain amount of pull-ups or whatever, I would then think, oh, I'm so shit. Yeah, and then yeah. I'd take it to the next day and get angry with myself. And then before you knew it, I'd burn out. Yeah, yeah. I was with a coach, I had to stop with him. Whereas now, not as much pressure, more positive every single session. And things just seem to go right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it is tough. It can be hard working mm-hmm. and then staying here to do your own training. Yeah. It just is. Like you, you go to work and you come here and it's a completely different place. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think when you enjoy it, it's a lot easier. And I think um, you wouldn't have members. If people didn't enjoy it, you wouldn't have any members, would you? Sure. So, yeah, um, and you'd be out of a job. But I think that's, I think that's, uh, <laughs> but it yeah, would be. And you'd be sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think it just shows how, you know, good your coaching is and how good you guys are at blowing your own, blowing your trumpet. It's, you know, it's good and people are here to enjoy themselves and get yeah. fit. That's the biggest um, thing. Because okay. it's, it's a big commitment financially as well as time-wise. Mm. You know, you've got 24 hours in a day. This is only one hour of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think just getting here and exactly training, um, and we're lucky we can train, really. Yeah. Like you say, though, it, it is a big uh, commitment, like, financially, don't be wrong. However, it's not when you compare it to the value that you get. 
So if you come every single day, let's say, let's say you come five days a week, cost yeah. per use, cheap as anything anyway. Then on top of that, if you're coming with a positive mindset and you're asking questions to the coach every session, you're not just, obviously you can chat and do whatever, but if every session you came in and asked, how do I do this? How do I get better? Yeah, yeah. If you've done every workout to the best of your ability and scaled it pro- appropriately, if you then week to week kept that consistency up, you are gonna get so fit, so strong, a lot leaner. It's a non-negotiable. Yep. So when you look at value, sometimes there is, yes, that's the cost, but then how much are you putting into it as well to get from it? Does that make sense? Yeah. Same yeah. with like nutrition. What are you doing outside of here, the 23 hours of the day, compared to the one hour in here? Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, that's a whole, we need to make a note of that. I could go <laughs> Another podcast. Yeah, that's it. You'd that. almost gone there, Ethan. I love that. Yeah. We'll, call we'll call you back, we'll call you back, we'll call you back. Cool. So, um, second subject really is obviously the new year, coming up to 2024. Um, I've been doing CrossFit for about 10 years now. Um, and Lie, uh, 18 years. 18, <laughs> no, 11 years, something like that. Um, and I've never done a proper bar muscle up. And I yeah. spoke to Nick last podcast off air and said I'd like to do it. And he said, well, most of the stuff you can do, I can do, I should be able to do one. And I think it's just a mindset, which is what, kind of what we just spoke about. Yep. So do you, are you a sort of believer in sort of new year having goals or? 100%, 100%. I think, um, what do you reckon, Ray? If you, you lead the way on this one, actually. Go on. Um, I, yeah, I think having goals is a massive sort of help in motivating people to be here. Um, I think people always need to have, obviously we have like aesthetic goals that everybody loves to have, especially towards summer and like if you're cutting now, everyone's like, why are you doing it now? Because it's Christmas. Um, but having that like one thing that you can focus on, like I've had toast bar this year and then like if I'm going to move on to trying to get like chest bar, that you have that like one thing and then it, it feels so much more, so much better because you can actually physically do something better than you could before. So yeah. I think people need to have that like performance goal as well as yeah. maybe an aesthetic one because it all comes together. So having those and especially having like breaking that goal into little things as well mm. really helps because I think people always want that big thing and then once they don't have it in two, three weeks time, they're like, well, what's the point? I mm. might as well just quit. I think people need to break it down and have like a little work yeah. themselves. Which I think you do quite nicely at the classes. You have your little triangle of these yeah. progressions to get like a strict pull up, for instance, you have these progressions to start these things. Mm. Um, yeah. I think we touched on that before actually, I was talking about setting a goal and having the milestones to it. If you've got a goal and there's no steps tick off to get to the goal you haven't got a goal yeah. you've just got like a dream yeah, basically yeah. if it's not a clear pathway you're never going to get anywhere there has to be with anything you do so when it comes to like a skill there if you was to say like eight weeks to the open starts let's say a new year you want to tick off pull-ups and that's the end goal well what do you need to do structure wise to sort of um, you know tick off and, and, and do that um, when it comes to like anything though I think in the classes in the new year, we're actually changing it slightly. So we're going to do like a monthly target. And so every single month there'll be a new focus and we're actually going to retest every single month so that you can see, rather than waiting three months to see if you've got fitter and stronger, every single month, yes, the progress might not be quite as big, but you'll be able to see, right, we're testing this workout. Have you got fitter this month? Right, next month we're going to test our three row max. Didn't you do that press. at Snetterton? When it first started, you had like every three months. I'm sure you had a like you had a. It was every six months. Every, every, every six weeks we've done it. Yeah, there was like one workout, and you try and test it after week one, and then week yeah. six you done the same workout. Yeah, so it was quite a short time. Yeah. Whereas here we do it every three months. Yeah. It's quite a long time. Um, so you only really get to retest four times a year. Yeah. Whereas if we can do and that's what if you if you missed a class and you missed that test. 
that's exactly it. So, you know, the, we could do right. The focus for the month is pull-ups. So you're going to do a lot more pull-ups. So you're going to come up a bit more often this month. Test your max set. Test your max set. And it could be a strength thing. It could be a aerobic thing. You know, or a skill thing. Or a skill thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, um, but then month to month, that's I'm quite excited to do that because people can see that progress. So. Like you said, you've got a clear four weeks. Like we should be getting better at this thing in four weeks. Whether that's hanging knee raises, doesn't matter. Like, do you see what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah. quite useful to have that. Um, but yeah, I mean, touching on the next part, I mean, going into acquiring skills for CrossFit. I think everyone knows that you should be able to do the movements before you go on to the big movements. Like you should be able to do a strict press before you do a split jerk. Yeah. When it comes to say you want to get a bar muscle up, I would say yes, it's all right doing it in the classes once in a blue moon but you need to commit to that. So let's say you had eight weeks to the open. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, we need to be doing three sessions a week. So instantly, eight, 16, 24 sessions there. Yeah, yeah. So have a plan. Um, the first thing would be like general physical preparedness. So are you actually strong enough? Have you got enough muscle mass to do it? So things like strict pull-ups, ring rows, can you do, I don't know, five to 10 full press-ups? Can, yeah, yeah. can you do a dip, like a low ring dip? So these like prerequisites to see if you've actually got enough strength to do them yeah. and spend the majority of the time building that first. So for some people, that might be four to six weeks by itself. If you need to actually build, what are you trying to build up chest bar, for example? So you're probably strong enough for a pull up, no problem, but that extra range of motion, no one really works it. So I'll say to Ray, right, well, three or four weeks, let's focus on, I don't know, pendle rows where you're squeezing and pausing against your chest. Let's focus on banded, strict chest bar pull ups. So like you're, you're building that extra range of motion. So use the majority of the time building that. Then from there, you go through the feel of it. So the feel of it would be like the drills. Do you know what I mean? You could do things on the box, the stuff we do in classes, all that stuff. But that's more body awareness. That's not, it doesn't take long to build that. Do you know what I mean? A couple of sessions, two or three sessions. And then we can go on to like assistance movements. So that's where we would then coach you and, you know, help you up on top of the bar or whatever it might be. So as a member, would you, if I had this goal, like a muscle up, you, you'd be happy for someone to come to you, look, I want to try and do a, do a muscle up. Mm. And you can say, right, write these things down. This is what, what you want to do outside of class. Yeah. Come and do them, book into our open gym and just start doing these things. Mm. I'm guessing you'd encourage that. 100%. Yeah, we, we write programs anyway. We do like a two a week um, individual thing that people could do. And it could be very specific to a particular goal if they wanted to. Um, so I'm guessing just, but, just a 10 minute chat with you, you could give me some pointers that I've never, never really focused on mm. to get a bar muscle up. Say, right, Neil, just go away and just do your, just yeah. do more push-ups, for instance. Yeah. I think as well, like you've probably noticed it with your toaster bar. How often have you been doing toaster bar on average since you've been working here a week? Like three, four times, and like every time there's a workout, I'm like, I'm just going to come to them. I might be really slow, but that's I'm it. Doing. So, funny enough, I'm actually working on my toaster bar right now as well and compete. So, on average, how many reps are we doing per session? You probably don't know, but let's say it was 50. That's 150 a week times four weeks, 600 times by three months, three, four months, whatever it is, 6, 12, 18, 24, it's 2,400 reps of toaster bar you've yeah. done. That's why you're getting better at them. And people go, oh, when you put it like that, they go, oh, so me doing like three sets of 10 once a week, every now and again, is not cutting it. I'm like, nah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? They don't yeah, realise yeah. how much it goes into it. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, once you get to that point of like doing a single, it's just purposeful practice three times a week. Just do five reps, do yeah. five strict chest bars, and then just build the volume up. But, um, but yeah, if, if a skill, you know, I don't like talking about skills all the time because it's quite a high skill thing to be able to do but you could relate this to your fitness. But how can you get better at things? Like when the first, op- when, I, when I did my first open, I was doing like one single skip and I could hardly skip. So mm. one single, one double, it took me ages and mm. I didn't actually get that far in the workout. 
But if you don't practice it, you're not going to get better at it, are you? Obviously. So, yeah. like double unders, skipping, walking, you know, anything that you do in life, if you don't do it enough, you're not going to get any better at it. So, no, definitely not. I think that's exactly it. And like, rather than getting overwhelmed with shit, I've got to work on my snatches. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could probably do better at these. I need to work on wall walks. I can't even do double unders yet. Oh, when do I want to get my fitness? You need to just go. Write down in order from one to ten what you want to improve. Yeah. Get rid of the bottom eight. Yeah. <laughs> Just and then the top, top two. Yeah. You're gonna actually go right. I'm gonna do that Monday and Wednesday. I'm gonna do that one on Tuesday and Friday. So they'll come to you and say, look, how can I get better at these? Whether it be, yeah, a thruster, a this, that. Yeah. And then you can say, like, Neil, start with this. Yeah. And commit to that one thing yeah. for eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't spin all the plates all the time. Um, there's so much with CrossFit there's, there's so many different movements I think it does get overwhelming massively um, and there's so many yeah there's, and there's different skills and different mm. ways of doing things yeah um, I think like that's why I love doing what we do because anybody listening to this podcast you're probably thinking oh actually I need to work on this movement I need yeah, to do yeah. that but if you zoom out and look at the average person of your age maybe doing the same profession as you in a similar situation I guarantee you're probably in the top 5%, 3% of people your age category in terms of fitness, strength, because you do CrossFit. Yeah. Whereas when you compare yourself to somebody who's 25 years younger, well, obviously, that's going to be completely different. But at the end of the day, it's you versus the people of similar ages. Yeah. Um, and do you know what I mean? Rather than that. worrying about doing a bar muscle up. Yeah. Although it's cool. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, it's you against yourself, really, isn't it? You've got to get here and put the effort in. Yeah. So it's like, I like your full circle thing. We're oh. going back to the full circle. Oh. So... Yeah, not everyone gets to train, so it is nice to get here. Oh, Do you like that? Look at that full circle. Push. <laughs> That's good. Cool. That's good. I like that. Cheers, God. <laughs> Any other business then, Ethan? Not masses. No, obviously it's Christmas uh, this week, if you didn't know. Is and it? Yeah, did you realise? No, I didn't realise yeah, that. No. no, it's the 24th. Oh, sorry. It's 24th. Not, <laughs> 25th, definitely 25th. 25th. <laughs> um, but we have these gift vouchers in the box, so we've got £25. Um, they're free for all members. So when you're next in, take one, take two, give them to a friend or family. Um, I've been saying it this week a lot, but they get £25 off of a, a membership. Yep. So that means £20 for a trial month. It could be they give us £10 if we want to do an open gym month. Like They get super cheap membership. You haven't paid for a gift, which yeah. is a touch. Um, and then it's good business for us. So yeah. everyone wins. And... Yeah, if you can hand it out, honestly, even if you just chuck it in someone's card. Um, so how much is a trial membership? £45. So that'll get someone a month for 20 quid? 20 quid, yeah. Someone signed up today, first one today. So nice. So gave it out. Um, but yeah, you can give it to anybody. Um, obviously, you can't redeem it yourself, unfortunately. Oh, it's, this is awkward. Yeah. Neil's just put in <laughs> I've got all, a handful all of them. I've got them all. Yeah, exactly. Got a year's free, <laughs> was it? Um, yeah, it's a good idea. But yeah, so take them this week. Obviously, uh, Christmas Eve was on Sunday yep. this week. I've changed it to Saturday hours. It's really busy. Let's get it full. Uh, also, if you're listening to this and you're booked on for Sunday and you don't turn up, you're done. Is there a cap? Because I booked on for the eight and I've booked on for the seven now. Is it a cap of eighteen or are you going to do a big big wad? No, cap of eighteen. Right. All Is it a fancy dress. I mean, if you rock up in fancy dress, I will give you a free voucher. A free, I'll give you ten free vouchers. <laughs> um, I mean, there's no price for fancy dress, and there's nothing to say you can't. Right. I am gonna. I've got these ho 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 leggings, and that's ho. That's H O. Right. That's not. That's not H O E. All right. Um, but we're gonna these, I've got these Christmas leggings. I should have said that. Um, which I am gonna wear. They yes. are a little bit. They're a little bit snug. I bought them up for You're just before. gonna wear the leggings. Just yeah. the leggings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So we've all got to brace ourselves. Yeah. 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 Well, well, hope it's not cold. Hope it's not cold, Ethan. Mate, it's, 
<laughs> bad time of year for yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to wear that. Is it a good board? Have you, have you done it? Is it a 10? Uh, I actually edited it today. Is so it really, I, t- um... I told everyone I was going to put it up today. I've done half of it and I've saved it. So, but basically, I'll give you a little rundown. First movement, squat clean, thruster, push press, I think. Is it the 10? What is it the 10? Clean and jerk, yeah. yeah. Burpee box jump. So you go one, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four. And it'll be like. Individual? No, all together. So you're, you're going to do one. I'll do one. So it's a team. Two. It's a team of two. Team of two. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite a long workout. But I do yeah. like that. It's kind of like, like a weird chipper. Yeah, it's really hard to program. I bet Just, it is. We've run on a little bit here, but it's really hard to program because I don't know. It's really hard to understand how long it's going to take everyone to do each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But anyway, um, really good fun. Get yeah, I do like calm. that. It's my favourite class. Um, yeah, and we look forward to the new year. Buzzing. Cool. See you soon. See you soon.